Hey, this is Mark Ballmer from Lessons for Living. We hope that you're enjoying the radio program. This is a great radio station, 91.5. We pray that God will help you do you life right. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing on this beautiful Friday. And the Word of God is rich. And the Word of God is true. And like we say, the Word of God is true, and it is true unto me. The Word of God is rich, and it is rich unto me. You got to allow the word of God to become real, to become rich to your soul. The word of God is true. When you apply it, when you do it, you will shout. You will shout hallelujah, not crazy, because you can you see what God's word has done in your life, where it is moving you too. So here, the study all week, we are to tend to what God give us. We are to tend to what God give us. We are to guard the word tend. We are to guard, protect what God give us. Watch over what God give us. Become a good servant on, uh, on, on, on the things of God. So when I am tending, I am protecting. I am I'm watchful. I'm very careful over those things that God give us. So let us become uh, a tender of the things of God and not, a t not toiling, live our life toiling. Toiling is going outside of what God has given us, what God has um, as for us, the plans and purposes um, that God has for your life and for my life. So let us stay within the boundaries of God this morning and this Friday stays in the boundaries of God. He, 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 he has a plan and purpose for your life, for my life. Find it and then stays with it. Do it. Noah, build me an ark. That's it. Noah did it. Okay? When you find what God plans for your life and you do it, you get the result. And Noah was a blessed man because he does what God asks him to do. The same with Jesus Christ. You know, today, Good Friday, we celebrate the crucifixion. That's what happened this day, the crucifixion, where he had to, Jesus had to be obedient. He had to tend to his assignment here in the earth because there were many times they tried to pull him into another position. Hey, why don't you be the earthly king? Hey, why don't you be this leader in the political arena? Would you come do this? But he had to tend to his assignment here in the earth realm. And I like that definition that you gave, Pastor, of yeah. tending, that it yeah. includes protecting. Yeah. Protecting. Jesus, yeah. protect. when he went to the yeah. cross, he protected us. Yeah. When his blood was shed, the ransom was paid for every hostage situation of the enemy. Through his blood, he is the perfect Passover lamb. Yeah. And, and when that hyssop was placed um, when they gave him the water on the hyssop. And we know that in the Old Testament, they used the, the hyssop to put the blood on the doorways. He is the Passover lamb. 
So we celebrate today, this Good Friday, that Jesus Christ, he was obedient unto death, even when he didn't feel like going to the cross, when he was in the garden and he prayed uh, three different times, asking God, if there's another way, let this cup pass from me. If there's another way, let this cup pass from me. If there's another way, let this cup pass from me. But he said, ultimately, not my will, but your will be done. The assignment that you have sent me into the earth, I will tend it and I will keep it. His desire is to tend and to keep each and every one of us in perfect alignment with the Father. As Jesus was in alignment with the Father when he was on the cross, he was still in alignment with the Father. It was God's will being done so that all of humanity now has access, unlimited access to God. Unlimited access to God. We have unlimited access to to God, each and every one of us the same, not just the pastor, not just somebody who you think is holier than thou, but each and every one of us, we have unlimited access to God. How do we know that? When he was on the cross, one of the criminals on one side, he was continuing um, to the end to scoff and resist, but there was another one who was in the same situation, a criminal, and he said, Lord, today, um, what what do I got to do? How, how what, what can I do? to be with you. And Jesus says, surely you will be with me today in paradise, that you will be with me based off of what was being done, what was conducted on the cross. We have unlimited access to God. We just have to make a quality decision to go through the doorway of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that when he was on the cross, when Jesus was on the cross, that in the middle of the day that it got dark and that a veil tore, the curtain tore from the top to the bottom, That was the thing that brought separation from the most holy of holies and the general public and and even the priests, the people who were allowed to come into certain areas of the temple. When that curtain came down, it brought forth unlimited access to God. You have unlimited access to God on today. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 4 that we could boldly come before the throne of grace to receive mercy and grace in our time of need. Not when we get perfect, but in our time of need, when we need him, we have access to him. When we feel like we don't need him, we still have access to him. We have access through the blood of Jesus Christ. His blood was shed once and for all for all sin. That's why we celebrate this day. That's what's so good about this day, this good Friday, that we have unlimited access to God. And it's for each and every one of us, no one different from another. There's no difference in uh, gender, no difference in um, background, in nationality, in skin color. There's no difference with God. His blood was shed once and for all, for all, on this day, Good Friday. So there had to be a Good Friday before there was a resurrection Sunday. Jesus had to go through the route of the crucifixion in order for the resurrection to take place. Because if he wasn't crucified, then there wouldn't be a resurrection. And without the resurrection, then there wouldn't have been and ascension. When Jesus went to the Father, he fulfilled what he said he was going to do, and the Holy Spirit was released into the earth. So we must be excited. We want to invite you to celebrate with us this Good Friday tonight at Celebration Tabernacle Church at 7 p.m. as we go more into the seven last sayings of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What a great. And I, I like it, Diana, this, this beautiful Friday here. We have a term for it. Describe it. It's a good Friday. You know, the word. It's, it's different from all the other Friday. 
It's a good Friday because something good has happened to my life and your life. How? Through Jesus Christ, the Redeemer, the ultimate sacrifice. He died that we will live. Think about it. Jesus died so that we can live. He died so that we live. So it's a good Friday. One die so that we all can live. We all have life. We all have that access now. And the most beautiful part of the Good Friday story is when the veil of the temple was wrapped. You know, the veil of the temple just shattered. And the word now, we can now come boldly to the throne of grace. We all have access to the Father. Jesus made that possible. So there's no longer we entering through the priest. We don't have to go through a priest to get to the Father. We all now have access. What a freedom. There's no more partition. There's no more division here. We all can come. We will obtain mercy and grace and pardon in the time of need. Isn't this great? That's why this day, Good Friday, that's the meaning, that's the message of this day here, that we all have access to the Father. And you and I can cry out, Abba Father, my Daddy, my Father. And that day, Diane, Jesus cried out, my Father, my God, my God, my Daddy, my Father. <laughs> we can cry also out to him on this day, my Father, my father, my daddy, you have not forsaken me. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 23, verse 46, and when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, yeah. into your hands I commit my, father. my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. So we all have an opportunity to say that on today. We don't have to breathe our last today, but we have an opportunity today to say, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Into your hands I commit my life. Into your direction I commit my life. Into your precepts I commit my life. What are the precepts? They're the preordained steps for you to fulfill the path for you to go in this earth realm. The precepts, they're individualized for each and every person, and we have to commit to them. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. We mm-hmm. must commit every area of our life back to the Father. We must tend to the garden that he has placed each and every one of us in. He's placed you in a family. He's placed me in a family. He's placed you in a community. He's placed you in a church. And we have to tend to what we have. Stop worrying about what we don't have. Stop crying about what we don't have. But tend to to what we have. God is calling us in this time to move from toiling into tending. Stop trying to outwork God. Stop trying to outthink God. Stop trying to go with every scheme that comes along. We have to remind ourselves the same way Abimelech reminded Abraham yesterday in Genesis chapter 20, where he said, what did you have in view? We must have the kingdom of God in view, not another scheme. We must have compliance with his will in view, not another scheme. Jesus, he tried to get out of it too. If there's another way, Father, if there's another way, Father, but ultimately he yielded himself to the plan of God. So you might not feel like it. I might not 
feel like it, but ultimately the best option is always to yield to the word of God, to the direction of God, because Jesus Christ, he did it when he didn't feel like it. You know, sometimes we get overly um, religious, think he felt like that. He felt like going through the crucifixion. He felt like the physical torture that took place. Yeah, he just felt like that. Oh, yeah, it was easy for him because he was the Christ. No, it was hard for him, but he had to make a quality decision. He had to discipline himself to go the route of the cross, to go through the route that looked like it was going to be the end. But God had already told him, and he had already knew. He had the word. He told the disciples, they didn't understand it at the time, but he told them plenty of times that after he was destroyed, that he will be brought back again. He told them that he was returning to the Father and that the Holy Spirit was going to be coming to them. The Holy Spirit that will be with them to be able to teach them all things, to bring into remembrance all the words he said, that he wasn't leaving them orphans, that he was coming to them. He told them all these things, but he had to actually go through the experience of it in order to release the promise that was found in it. So through Jesus Christ, we have unlimited access to the Father. God wants to tell you. He wants to guide you. He wants to show you the way to go on today. So we can't go by hypocrisy. We can't go by condemnation. We can't go by shame. We have to go through the door, which is Jesus Christ. He loves you today. We always say on this program, there's nothing that you could do to make God love you anymore. And there's nothing that you could do to make him love you any less. He just loves you today. The evidence is on the cross. Jesus Christ went to the cross because of his unlimited love for each and every one of us. Join us tonight at Celebration Tabernacle, 7 p.m. Join us tomorrow from 12 to 3 at Celebration Town Square, 1222 Dixon Boulevard for a family event and Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world, and Whalen specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home, as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Whalen Duff can be reached at 321 536 5973 or visit whalenduff.kw.com. Whalen Duff with Keller Williams. Space Coast.